at the sound of my voice was originally created for me to verbalize my poetry. Initially, when I first began writing, it was a way for me to escape. To use words to create a different outcome when whatever was happening in my life wasn't what I wanted it to be. Well, you know how the mind works. Once your imagination starts to run, if you let it run long enough, you might end up somewhere new. I've always been one a desire to inspire mental as well as a physical stimulation with my work. With this platform, I want to introduce the most seductively, prolifically diverse, widest array of poetry and scripted stories that will arouse the audience's intellect and hopefully provide a newness in their perspectives. Now, at the sound of my voice, let's go. What is it that we most desire in a person that we hope to be with? It seems simple enough until we actually have to define such a person. After dealing with the obstacles, failed attempts, and life's little fiefdoms that bring newness and perspective, or at most would say, clarity, we find ourselves venturing out into the world of intimacy and intellectual seduction based on how we view the world around us. What was once a very detailed and hopeful vision of ourselves is now instead a reformed quest to extend those temporary moments with whom we have chosen to lend our time and desires to. I believed in that fairy tale love once upon a time. Then, life hit me. Now I am, well, I'm more of a realist. I found that I can experience as much of that uncharted love from as many in as many ways as I like, if I'm willing to give them the very part of me that they may be missing. It can be a little lonely at times, but it's not enough to change my mind, at least not for the moment. Casper. I love when he comes to work. <laughs> he is completely unaware of my attraction to him. I sit all day in this building that has the name of an acronym that no one seems to remember. <laughs> I often sit in my office, daydreaming of him, having to come to my office to see if I have some papers that he desperately needs. The thought crosses my mind several times a day Carrying an extra pair of panties has been a part of my daily routine for about a month now. <laughs> the other day, I was standing beside my car, emptying out my purse onto the trunk, trying to find my keys when he stopped with his back facing me. I hadn't noticed that he had backed into the spot beside my car earlier that day. He turned his head to look over his shoulders at me and speak from the crispness of his hairline on his neck I could tell that he'd just gotten a new haircut <laughs> I smiled as he said to me how was your day Miss Lady his voice echoed soothingly through my ears as I said it was fine thank you as I remembered why I was standing there, I looked down to see that my purple and black lace boy shorts were lying atop my left foot, and my keys were right beside my right foot. 
I turned a warm shade of red. I quickly picked up my things and hurried to unlock and get into my car. And when I sat down, I breathed a sigh of relief and laughed so loud. I hope no one heard me. And I hope he didn't see my spare on the ground. Today was the first day that I was able to catch up on some of the files that had been coming across my desk since we started this new format for assigning employees to new but lateral positions. I decided that I would pull the sandwich that I had saved for lunch and take a bite. With everyone trying to bombard my office this morning, I didn't have time to eat the now cold breakfast that I had picked up on my way to work. Yeah, I hate cold breakfast food. So that was a waste. I closed my door so I could relax a bit and enjoy the silence. (laughs) And I didn't want to risk dropping any sauce on my chest, so brilliant me would just so happen to be changing my shirt when I looked up to see that I hadn't completely closed the door and he was standing there watching me as I repositioned my bra to cover my nipples with the cups that I purposefully wore to give a more defined effect of my slightly elongated nipples being firm even when they were relaxed. I was in mid-tuck when he walked into the doorway. I was frozen in both embarrassment and curiosity. Although I dreamt of a moment like this, I couldn't help but wonder, what was he thinking? He took one look at me and walked away quickly without a word. My heart dropped and I collapsed into my chair in a sort of disappointment. But then I heard the door open and close very firmly. He came back. I was still partially dressed, but I was hoping he would remedy that very quickly. He tilted his head and smiled as he did the other day. My pussy was starting to throb as my clit began to swell. I felt the back of my neck get very sensitive to the breeze from my partially opened window. The coolness rushed to my spine and I was compelled to sway my back, causing my breast to push upward and fill the cups of my pink satin light blue lace overlay bra that I only wore when I was feeling especially sexy that morning. His masculinely athletic stance gave me a sense of his ability to position me very securely and convince me of his strong points. As his scent filled the room, I closed my eyes. My senses were open wide and ready for his embrace. I could feel him getting closer to me. My legs parted inch by inch. My lady's lips stretched by now, soaked panties to their limit. I paused as his scent was now upon me along with his chest, grazing my now fully hardened nipples. The constant pulsating of my clit against the seam of my panties met his erection that was now pressing up against me. My legs tightened and my fingers stretched to their limits. He slipped his hand behind me. I leaned in closer to offer myself as he used his right hand to cradle the sway in my back and pull me closer. His eyes were locked onto mine with a sincere stare of desire for only me. 
this was my moment. He leaned in to kiss me. I closed my eyes. As his full lips met mine, I opened my eyes to see that my dream moment was upon me. However, it was just that. A dream. I couldn't believe that after all of this time, I still dream of him. I have since, well, since I started my own business and becoming more open to just having a good time. That day at the office changed how I viewed myself and my ability to live as I see fit. Casper was what they called him, but his real name was Sean. The way he took me to heights beyond just a mere office romance left an imprint on my perspective of how I was supposed to be pleased. He gave me a sense of respect inside of a passionate understanding of not asking what will, won't, or possibly be. It was about that moment and that moment only. If another one never came, this one would last a lifetime. Don't get me wrong, this was not a lovemaking session, but he didn't just fuck me either. It's almost uncanny how detailed the session was, considering where we were and the time constraints that went with our positions with the company. Never had I even considered allowing myself to get that comfortable with anyone. When he kneeled down behind me and parted my cheeks, I took in a deep breath and before I could fully relax my legs, he relaxed them for me. His hand pushed the tension from my spine away as his tongue stroked my ass with my cheeks on either side of his face. I felt secure, submissive, weak, and very much in charge at the same time. He grabbed my hand and placed it on his head for me to guide him to my special places that we're obviously about to discover together. A slow and smooth climax started from the center of my chest and continued down the walls of my now wind-sensitive pussy. Oh, if that climax would have ended the session, I would not have gone away unsatisfied. My body was trembling with pleasure. I felt him stand to his feet and his dick slid up my thigh on the way up with his shaft finally resting on my lady's opening and his tip on my throbbing as if it was out of breath clit. I raised myself onto my toes. His dick curved back and into my pussy and filled me as if she was specifically designed for him. I lowered myself back down with my heels on the floor. He pulled me closer and I rested my head on his chest as he pushed the rest of him inside of me. <laughs> to say that that ride was great would seriously be an understatement. So I'll just leave it at. He did my body the justice that I didn't realize until then that it deserved. The way he was able to be inside, around, and all over me with each kiss, it could only be done if he had completely let himself go to become one with me. It became very clear as to why I would continue to call him Casper.
It wasn't the last time that we... <laughs> well, we made sure we weren't on company time from that point on. Every day brings new experiences. As you can see, my life isn't quite the norm. You may be thinking that I'm some sort of temporary fix for those that will eventually experience the same disheartening existence as before. Not quite. What I provide is a bit more than that. I've never been one to deprive a woman of the fullness of me in the moments that they are living the most detailed of their desires. Don't believe me? Listen to this episode again for any subtle slights that you may have missed inside of your embracing the man or woman's experience. <laughs> Until next time, Casper. This episode of Beverly's Diary, starring the extremely talented and lovely Miss Ebony Collins, playing the role of Beverly, our narrator, and playing the role of Casper is Morio J. It was written and produced by Morio J. for the At the Sound of My Voice podcast. This has been a rated poetic production.